Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parsha Sira'ei. And embedded in the many beautiful and incredible lessons of the Parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu reviews the laws of Kashros, the dietary laws. And so the Torah says, speaking about birds, called Tzipar Tahora Tochelu, Perik Yudalit Pasuk of chapter 14, verse 11, you shall consume every pure bird. Now, it's important to understand, Chumish Devarim in general is a review of things that Moshe Rabbeinu had taught us earlier on during our sojourn in the desert. But as Rashi points out, every time Moshe Rabbeinu reviews something, and it looks like he's restating something that he had stated before, there's usually some new novel idea that is being expressed here. So remember again, back in Chumash Vayikra, in Parsha Shemini, we already learned the dietary laws. Laws We already learned the laws of Kashrus. So what is Moshe Rabbeinu adding in over here by saying, Again, Parik Yudalit, Pasuk of chapter 14, verse 11, you shall eat every pure bird. We already learned the laws. We already learned the laws of the birds. We already learned those laws of Kashrus. And Rashi says something very interesting. Rashi says, What does it mean you shall eat every pure bird? It comes to include the bird that was sent away as part of the purification process of the Metzora. Incredible. We know the Metzora. The Metzora is the person who's stricken with this malady. We loosely translate it as leprosy. But leprosy is an actual physical ailment. Tsara'as was a physical ailment that was really the manifestation of spiritual sickness. So the Gemara suggests that a person contracted saras a variety of different reasons, perhaps most notably amongst them, Lashon Hara. A person slandered, a person spoke negatively about another. Whenever I malign another individual, another human being, another Jew, that's symptomatic of an internal spiritual sickness. That sickness bubbled up from inside of me and manifest, manifested itself in lesions on my flesh. Sooner that the Torah says that when the Mitzorah, when the person afflicted with Saras goes through his purification process, he brings two birds. One of the birds is shechted, is slaughtered, and one of the birds is set free. So Rashi says over here, what is the Torah coming to add when it says you're permitted to eat a kosher bird, a Torah, a pure bird? It means that if you captured the bird that the Metzorah had sent free, if you went ahead and you captured that bird that the Metzorah had let go as part of his purification process and you capture it, you're permitted to eat it. It's a kosher species, you're permitted to eat it. Very interesting, but raises a number of different questions. How would you know it's the Metzorah's bird? Why would I think I couldn't eat the Metzorah's bird? In other words, once it's released into the wild, then of course all, all bets are off. But perhaps the Torah Kedosh is coming to teach us an incredibly profound lesson. Because if we go back a little bit in Chumash Vayikra to speak about the Metzorah, why does the Metzorah bring two birds? Right now, Rashi points out that the reason why birds are part of the purification process of the Metzorah, because Tzara'as, as I mentioned before, comes about primarily because of Lashon Hara, slandering, negative speech, ill speech about another. And what is that? It's like chirping. Right? The birds chirp, chirp, chirp. They're always chirping. So the person who speaks Lashon Hari is always chirping. Ma'ase pitpute tziporim, Rashi says. Chirping like a bird. So to highlight the deleterious nature of his actions, he brings a bird. You chirped like a bird. You spoke Lashon Hari. You couldn't stop talking. So therefore, part of the purification process of the Metzorah ultimately, again, is the bird. But why two? And why one that's slaughtered? And why one that's set free? And Rashi says over here, 
I understand the one that's slaughtered is because at the end of the day, I'm, I abused my speech. Speech is the greatest gift that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given us. In fact, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates man in the Torah, it says, that Hashem breathed a life into the nostrils of man. Unkulos, Targum Unkulos, explains that what is life, what is life? Ruach Memalava, speech. Speech is what separates us from the rest of the of, of, of the, all the other organisms in the world. It's true, animals communicate, other life forms communicate, but no one has speech, the or the power of speech like we have. And so therefore, again, the Mitzorah comes along, he brings his bird, because the bird representing the constant chirping, the constant talking, the Mitzorah abused his speech. And so what does the Mitzorah do? He slaughters the bird. He slaughters the bird, symbolizing, you slaughtered your speech. You destroyed this gift. You went ahead and you were given something so beautiful by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the power of communication, the power of verbal articulation, the ability to translate thought into, into sentences, into words to express a sentiment, to express feelings, to articulate intellectual thought, and you abused it. You slaughtered it. And that's why he slaughters the bird. But why does he let one go free? And here, listen to the words of the Zohar. The Zohar HaKadosh writes something amazing. The Zohar writes, I'm going to quote to you. Begin mila bisha kach anshe. Because he misused his words, his negative words, so his, part of his punishment was saras, and the purification was, he, he slaughters the bird, symbolizing the fact that he slaughtered, he abused his speech. Begin mila And why does he release the bird? See, the bird that he releases, that bird also represents speech. That represents the lost opportunity of speech. Meaning what? That in those very moments when the Mitzorah was abusing his speech and using his speech to deconstruct and to demolish another, that's the chit, that's the avira. But the avira, the sin, is compounded by the fact that in the very moment I was abusing my speech and deconstructing and demolishing another, I could have been using my speech in a positive way to construct, to lift up, to elevate the other. Instead of Lashon Hara, I could have been giving compliments. Instead of slanderous words, I could have been building up another person's self-esteem. Instead of deconstructing, I could have made a person feel like a million dollars. And the Zohar therefore says, these are the two birds. The bird that's slaughtered represents the misuse, abuse, the slaughter of the gift of speech. And the bird that's released represents the missed opportunities. The opportunities that got away. In those same moments when you were abusing your speech, you could have been doing such incredible things. But now that bird got away. That bird which represents Debo, which represents positive speech. See, what the Zohar is saying is, when a person commits an Aveira, and this is true with really any sin, every sin almost has this duality to it. On one hand, I committed an Aveira. On the other hand, in the moment I committed an Aveira, I also could have been doing a mitzvah. So every Aveira, every sin represents this compounded double loss. The actual negative activity and the loss of the opportunity in that same moment with those same kohos to do something good. So the Masora slaughters one bird representing his abuse of speech and has to release the other bird representing the lost opportunities I could have had to use my speech in a meaningful, beautiful, and uplifting way. So now we come to Parshas Re'ei. And what does Moshe Rabbeinu tell Klal Yisrael? 
You could eat every kosher bird, every pure bird. And Rashi says, what does it come to include? Even the bird that the Metzora released. And perhaps what Rashi is coming to convey to us is something amazing. You see, when the Metzora releases that bird, that bird, as I mentioned before, represents lost opportunities. You could have been doing good. I could have been doing something meaningful, good and uplifting. And I, I lost the opportunity. It got away. But sometimes in life, you can recapture your opportunities. See, sometimes in life, when you fail to take an opportunity that's in front of you, the door closes and it can never be reopened. Right? Once opportunity is there and you don't take it, it moves on to someone or somewhere else. And very often in life, if you don't find the courage to grab opportunity when it's in front of you, by the time you decide you want it, you're interested in it, maybe you have time for it, it's often gone. But there are times in life, there are times in life when you can recapture lost opportunities. And so Moshe Avinu is telling Klal Yisrael, we all miss opportunities in life. But be on the lookout for the opportunity maybe that you let go by. Maybe it's circling overhead. Because sometimes you can reclaim your lost opportunities. Sometimes the things you said no to or you didn't have time for. Sometimes the doors that you close when you realize, oh my gosh, I just let something so beautiful go by. Sometimes if you open your eyes and you open your heart, those opportunities are still there to be reclaimed. Sometimes the bird of lost opportunity is circling overhead and all it's waiting is for you to grab it. And this is such an incredibly important lesson, especially now. This Shabbos, Parshas Re'eh, Shabbos Mevarchim Elul. Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Rosh Chodesh Elul. And you know, Elul, the power, Elul has so many different aspects to it and so many different dimensions to it. But I've often thought, you know what the real power of Elul is? Elul is the opportunity to reclaim the released bird. Because all of us, almost a year ago this time, made so many promises we're going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this initiative, I'm going to change this behavior, I'm going to modify the way I, I, I act in this particular circumstance. And hopefully we've accomplished a lot of those things. But chances are, if you're like me, you didn't get a chance to do many of the things that you said you were going to do. And when I say didn't get a chance, just didn't create the opportunity to do the things that really need to get done. See, when I look back on this past year, I realize that there are many beautiful birds that I let go from my hands. There were many opportunities I had to change, many opportunities I had to grow, many opportunities I had to accomplish, many opportunities I had to actualize the promises that I made to myself and that I made to the Ribbono Shel Olam. A year ago this time, last Rosh Chodesh Elul, last Yamim Noraim, but I didn't, but I didn't. But comes Chodesh Elul. And the power of Elul is, there's still time. The power of Elul is, look up and you'll see those birds of opportunity circling overhead. You didn't make the changes you wanted to make this past year, there's still time. You haven't actualized the goals, the dreams and aspirations you had last year, there's still time. You haven't made the lifestyle changes or the personalistic changes you promised yourself and you promised the Ribbon you were going to make, there's still time. You know, the Gemara says, Everything in life is determined by how you end, by how you close it out. Elul is the last month of this year. Elul is our opportunity to do all of the things 
that we said we were going to do, but we just didn't have the chance or didn't make the time to get to. Elul is the month when we could reclaim the birds we've let go. Elul is the month we could reclaim the opportunities we've let pass by. Called Tzipar Tahora Tochelu. Sometimes in life when you close the door of opportunity, it's no longer there when you want it. But so often, especially during Chodesh Elul, the birds of opportunity that we missed during the year are circling overhead. May be Zilchem to reach up, to grab them, to take them, to utilize this sacred and holy month to accomplish the things we still need to accomplish in this year and pave the way in Hashem for a beautiful year to come. Wishing everyone a good Erev Shabbos, a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh, and a good Chaydesh.